0: You're listening to the design your dreams podcast with Amy Lee, the show that challenges you to stop chasing your dreams and start designing them as the dream design coach. I've helped thousands of high achieving creatives reconnect with their inner blueprint to design, manifest, and live the life of their dreams. Each week I invite powerhouse creators who have built their dream businesses to come and share their words of wisdom and stories of courage. It is my hope that through the journeys of these incredible dream builders, you too will be inspired to design and build a life and business beyond your wildest dreams. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Dream Design Podcast. Excuse the giant mess behind me. I was too busy chatting with my awesome guests to realize that my background is a little bit funky today, but you guys, I am so excited for my guest today. This guy I can't even tell you. I mean, we we could speak for three hours with him and about him and it wouldn't be enough because he just he's an incredible human being. He is someone that I have been so fortunate to have in my life. I am so excited for you guys to meet him. I will be right back with Ken Walls. Hey everyone, welcome back. So I am so excited for my guest today, guys. You are going to want to watch this. And yes, I am a little bit under the gun because this is literally like when I learned how to do all these things, how to do going live and talking about it, this is the guy who taught me. So if I seem a little nervous, it's because I have literally the rock star, the king of live stream on here with me today. Ken Walls is joining us. He is the CEO and founder of client solution innovations which i call csi because that used to be my favorite show when i was in college um but he is here with us welcome ken hi hey. how are you
1: i'm wonderful how about you
0: i am so good i am <clears throat> so good i am you know a that's
1: bit- why that's why my company is named client solution innovations is it because of csi miami yep
0: i love csi miami
1: it was my favorite show. I watched it all the time, and when I started the company, a buddy and I used to watch that like every night. And 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 I, I'm it's a longer story, but I, I'm like, what do I call the company? And and it just came to me, CSI. I love CSI. It's it's it, people will remember that, and so that's that's why it's. Um, there's Sherry Gideon's. Hey, Sherry. Yeah, oh, so have, yeah,
0: an audience today. I love yeah. that. I you know it's so funny. Me and my husband. I mean, Will, you know, well, we yeah. sometimes we'll just like think of like a smart comment to say, like David Caruso style, at the end yeah. of something, just to be funny. Yeah. And no. then one of us will go like, "Nope," and we just know that that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! You you gotta like like there's like a love hate relationship with David Caruso, right? Yeah. Like, like you, you're like oh guy, but then you're like, Oh my God, that guy, <laughs> about David Cruz. So we're here to talk about Ken walls. So you guys may have um, seen the, um, the 10 minute mastery journal that I have. In fact, it's pretty close. If it's not, it is, it's right here. Um, this right here, this is the man behind the magic of this journal. He invented this. It, I sent it to my whole team. He suggested I send it to my team. So I sent one to all my team members. Um, and they absolutely love it, but we'll get into that in a couple minutes. There's so much I want to go into, and I purposely didn't book anything after this, so I could take my time with you. So um, <laughs> Sherry says, love you, my dear friend. Um, oh, I hi, Missy. You, Hello, hey, Lynn. Miss Look at the game all here.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yay. Wow.
1: So Facebook much- user needs to give permission to... <laughs>
0: I know, but you know what? I, I look at it like a gift that I can look at later. Like, who was yeah. that? And yeah. then I'm like, oh. And it's like the big reveal, you know? Yeah. So, okay. So Ken is here with us. And I got to tell you guys, I'm a little bit fangirling because yes, Ken is my coach, but also he has like a lot of people that follow him. Like this, I mean, I don't know if you've looked at his Facebook at all, but his um, fan page, he's got like 71,000 followers.
1: Six. 76.
0: I do that just so he corrects
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you did that on purpose.
0: 76,000 followers, like 76 bones. right? So 76,000 followers. Um, And he's in high demand. So I was actually a little nervous to ask him to come on my show. And then he's like, I'm your coach. Of course, I'm coming on your like, you you didn't ask me. You didn't even let me say no. I was like, all right, fair, fair point. So needless to say, he's here. And I'm just like I said, I tell you guys all the time, you can put any celebrity in front of me and I don't care, but give me a thought leader. And I turn into a 13 year old schoolgirl. And he, you know, he's one of those people for me. So I'm very glad that he's here.
1: Thank you. Awesome. Sometimes I feel like I can't form thoughts, though. So well, I am human.
0: I am going to throw you softballs today, okay? In the spirit of...
1: You can throw transition. anything you want. I, <laughs> listen, one thing I've learned about myself is I I function at a much higher level when I am under pressure. Excellent. Yeah, Thank it's you. crazy.
0: All right, so five, four, three... No, I'm kidding. Um, So let's start with now so you own your own company and you also you're the king of live stream and and you do those things but you didn't always do that so tell me a little bit about kind of where did we get to the ken that we have today
1: oh wow um scott ricard is in the house and mark rodriguez my brother how you doing um so do you ever see the jerk with steve martin Oh yeah. One of my favorite. Out, I was born a poor black child. I've always wanted to say that, but I i no, I was, um, I was born into a, um, I was born into a pretty poor family. Um, and, and at a very young age, I learned that, um, I saw all these kids that had designer clothes and back in my day that meant they were wearing jordash jeans and and you know the um air jordans and and so you know i um I, i i wasn't my mom was not able to afford those nice clothes so at a young age i i don't remember seven or eight years old I was pulling a lawnmower behind my, my little bicycle going door to door selling lawn mowing services. And, um, in the winter time we get a lot of snow in Ohio. So in the winter time I'd go door to door and sell, um, snow shoveling services. And, and it was, you know, I mean, I was young. I, I, I don't, I can't imagine even sending my 10 year old out to do something like that, but um, you know, I'd learned at a young age that if, if you want nice things and you want to make it, you've got to work for it. You've, and you've got to take chances. Like I was, I was terrified to, to go door to door. I mean, I, 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 but I did it anyway, you know. So, um, that's where it all started for me. And, um, at somewhere around, 11 or so, I got my first real job working at an Italian restaurant, literally cleaning trash cans and trash dumpsters. And it was, it was horrible, horrible, horrible job. Um, but I eventually worked my way into being a dishwasher and then a backline cook for the, um, preparing food for the chef. It was a really nice, um, restaurant. So, I worked there for several years as a kid, and and, and my teenage years, and and eventually got into sales. Um, but I, you know, one of the things that, and I had a conversation with somebody last night about this. Um, you know, Jim Rohn is is you know probably one of the the most incredible thought leaders of of all time. And Jim had a saying. He said a formal education will make you a living, self-education will make you a fortune, and at you know, my senior year in high school, the guidance counselor called me in and said, um, hey, you didn't get a biology credit in 10th grade, you failed that class, and I said, yeah, that, that class sucked, I hated it. <laughs> And, and and he's like, well it's required though if you want to graduate it's a required credit you have to have it and I'm like well that's stupid why like I'm never dissecting a frog again like what do I need a biology credit for that's dumb and so I couldn't negotiate my way out of that they wanted me to come back for an entire year for half a day um, just to get a, a biology credit and I said that, that's not happening. So I, I literally walked out a few months before graduation. Um, and I, I had taken all college prep courses and and um, but I, I decided at that moment that, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna make my own way. And around 2021, I decided, okay, I need to start reading and because I hated to read. So just
0: to clarify, you guys, when he says around 2021, he doesn't mean he started reading this year. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. He means when he was 20 and 20, 21. Yeah, 20 or 21 years, around 20 years old or He's so. He's been
0: reading for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I, started reading, you know, I was in sales by then and I started reading Zig Ziglar and, and Brian Tracy and all the, you know, all the leaders back then and... Um, and I, I just, I, I became addicted to reading, and I remember reading um, Tony Robbins' book, "Awaken the Giant Within," <clears throat> and he tells a story about hovering his jet helicopter over a building in San Diego, and he said, "I realize," and he was on his way to speak at an event, and he said, "I realize as I'm hovering over this building, it looked familiar to me," and, and I, I and I'm, I'm paraphrasing the whole thing, but. But he said, I realized that it was just a mere 10 years earlier that I was the janitor in that building. And here I am now hovering a, you know, whatever six million dollar aircraft over this, 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 this building and and or whatever it was. And and it's like, I, I remember finishing that book and feeling so empowered. And 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 I I mean, I felt like, okay, there's there's hope for me. And, and, you know, like there is the, and I think that's what everybody wants is we want to know that, that there's, you know, wait, I have a chance. So, so what you're saying is <laughs> I have a chance. And, and so I remember putting that book down and going, that is what I want to do that's what I want to do. I want to empower people. I want to help people find their own greatness. That's what I want to do with my life. And then I, all the voices in my head went, yeah, right, dude, you dropped out of high school. Come on, man. You know, all all of that stuff. So um, yeah, that's kind of where it all started for me though.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, so then you went into kind of like the traditional corporate world, right? And you know, sales and
1: Although, okay, so where yeah, did you I mean, yes, kind of. I mean, I was always a subcontractor. Um, there's Jamie Green. Hey, Jamie. Um, so, I mean, I was always a, a contractor for the most part. I, I had a couple of jobs along the way working for companies, but they never lasted long. I, look, I, one thing I realized a long time ago is I am unemployable, and and it's it, I'm I just. I think I, I just think I, I, I think different. I don't know. I, I've been an entrepreneur most of my life in some capacity, and um, I just I, I hated working for somebody else. I, I, it just wasn't my, wasn't my thing. And, and so I always figured out a way to just make my own way. If that makes any sense.
0: No, it makes perfect sense. And I just want to highlight that for a moment because there are a lot of people out there. You know, I was one of them. I know the amount of retail jobs and things that I had when I was younger was like the size of my arm. Right. And and I spent a lot of time feeling guilty and bad about that because it was like, oh, I just can't keep a job. And it's very important that you mention and you're doing a great job of explaining that that that's not a deficit in us that is the type of that is the type of giving back that we're meant to do we're not meant to do it by someone else telling us what to do we're innovators we're visionaries we're meant to be at the helm and not to be rowing the boat right so people need to hear that that there are people who are destined for that kind of work and it's still just as beneficial to society and it's still just as lucrative and it still has all of you know the the bells and whistles that going to work nine to five has and we're not detracting one from the other but there's nothing wrong with not being able to with having to be your own boss
1: well and i I, you know i mean there's still you know you said rowing the boat i row my ass off every day so like you know, it's not, it's not just, you know, it's not just rowing the boat as a business owner. It's not just rowing the boat that we're responsible for. It's making sure everybody else has their oars in the water and they're rowing and they're all working in, in unison and, and, and they're all, they are all, you know, plus we got to make sure that, that the bathrooms are clean and that the, the coffee is stocked and the, and the, the conference tables clean. And the, you know, I mean, there's a lot, it's a lot more than just rowing the boat for sure. And, and look, you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, when I had my first business, my first real business, it, it, it you know, it crashed and burned and, and, you know, several other things did along the way as well. It, because you don't know what you don't know. But when I was in my, I don't know, 24, 25, I started doing um, satellite systems installations in people's homes. And, and then home security systems became DirecTV's largest dealer in the country at one point. And then I, I started doing um, this home security thing, made millions of dollars in my my mid to late 20s. And, and then um, along the way, by the way, you know I, I didn't mention this, but um, along the way, alcohol was always a part of my life, a huge part of my life. And as I continued to experience more financial success and I continued to experience more um, whatever success, alcohol became more and more and more prevalent in my life and, Um, so I ended up losing the big company I built. I lost everything, um, and was, was hired as VP of sales for a company out in Seattle. I went out there, um, ended up telling a billionaire that he didn't know his ass from a hole in the ground because I, that's how arrogant I was. And, and so, um, you know, at 34 years old, um, I had a big, big, big spiritual awakening. And um, it's a long story. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but. But you can was- read
0: about it in his book. He does yeah. have a book where he talks about it.
1: I, I, um, I finally, uh, she's so sweet. So um, I finally at 34 years old, after building several, companies into millions of dollars and losing them also um you know from the outside looking in i had two mercedes i had the big house i had the you know whatever but from the outside looking in it looked like this dude this dude's killing it in life um but on the inside i was dying and um killing you I, I, i i mean Spiritually and physically, I was bloated. I was jaundiced. I was, and, and the alcohol was, was literally just eroding away at everything in me. And, and I, I finally, somebody called me a worthless drunk. <laughs> like, I was like, and I truly believe, cause you know, you hear people say, oh, the ego is edging God out, which I believe it can. Um, but the ego is also, um, <clears throat> can be used as, as a, a, a protective measure. When, when somebody told me at 34 years old, you know what, you're nothing but a worthless drunk and everybody around here knows it. My ego went, what? And, and I, I'm looking around in this bar, like make it, this restaurant. Did anybody else hear that? And it, it was a moment of unbelievable clarity for me. and I, I, um, paid my tab, walked out of there. And the next night I went to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous and that was almost 19 years ago. And by the grace of God and a lot of hard work on me, um, I've, I've not had a drink or a minor mood altering drug since that day. And, you know. It was definitely was not an easy journey, but it was a journey that I highly recommend.
0: So powerful, Ken. I just want to take a minute to really just or a moment to just really let that process because I know there's a delay and I don't want to just jump into the next thing. But, um, you know, even to just be able to speak about that, to be able to acknowledge that you went through that and, and where you are now. You know, it's, it's such a testament to to your your strength and, and character, so.
1: uh, you know, and and I, I know that, I, listen, I know I have my strengths and, and I think my strengths are are um, incredible. I, I've been incredibly blessed with with amazing insights and um, and ability, amazing human beings and. Um, but I, I I don't take credit for all of my sobriety i I give that to god i'm I'm telling you that there's only look it, as an alcoholic <clears throat> and I tried there was a moment where I was sober for six or eight months or something, and I thought man i got this I got this whooped I'm good and i, I I'm like, I can drink like a normal person now the, hallelujah. And so I had a glass of wine this one night, waiting on a table at a really nice restaurant, and I don't remember that night. Ended up in a pool hall later. I think I may have ended up in a fight. I don't remember. Um, but I, I, um, so I know that that if if I pick up a drink, it's gonna it's gonna take off right from where it where it left off, and, and probably be even worse. So. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very grateful. Like I'm around people that drink all the time. Doesn't bother me. If, if it gets out of control, I just remove myself. I just leave like I'm out. See ya. Um, so it doesn't bother me to be around it, but I, the desire to have a drink was lifted from me many, many years ago. And, um, man, I'm just grateful for that because I, I, again my natural state of being is to drink that's it you know and and that desire has gone i don't have it anymore
0: amazing so <clears throat> shifting gears a little bit i want to talk about how did you go from being this salesperson you know ceo founder doing all these things i know you did and guys you can read about a lot of this stuff in his book um, and he has a couple other books coming out too soon. So make sure that you keep close tabs on him. But, um, you know, you did, you, you did the websites and the stuff that you did for that really famous um, friend of yours. And, but I want this to be about you. So when did you kind of decide to shift and really focus on live streaming? When did that become kind of like, wow, this is, this is something and, you know, I, I really want to get behind this?
1: So I have um, done well over 3000 live streams and um, (laughs) so that really famous, are you talking about Grant Cardone?
0: Maybe. I don't know.
1: I mean, he's not that famous. I'm kidding. Yeah. Grant's awesome. Matter of fact, he may even be watching. I shared this, I shared this to my page and, um, but look, Grant, I had a sales guy that needed help and I didn't have the bandwidth to help him. So I started looking for sales training on YouTube thinking I'll find a Brian Tracy videos or Zig Ziglar and I type in sales training course or something like that. And 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 I run into one of Grant's videos on YouTube and I'm like, I watch it and, and I'm like, who is this guy? I've never seen him. This is in 2014. Like who in the world is Grant Cardone? And, and, and so I'm watching, I watch a bunch of his videos and I'm like, okay, I got to find, this is, this is incredible. Like I got to find this guy. I got to, so I Google him and I find he has a sales training course. And long story short, I started, I I signed a $36,000 contract for his sales training for my sales staff and, and me. And and then I decided, you know, I, I want him as a client. He do, His Google rankings suck. And and I need to fix that. And I, I want him as a client. And, and, and it's another, again, long story. I won't go into all the details. But I sent my assistant to Miami to deliver a couple of custom-made bottles of wine to Grant and his wife, Elena. And um, that day after a nightmare of trying to get in to see him um, that day, Grant called me, Hey, Colleen. And he called me and, and um, we chatted and I said, and he said at the end of the conversation, he said, if there's ever anything I can do for you or your family, you let me know. And I said, actually there is. And he goes, what is it? And I go, I want you as a client. He goes, what do you do? I go, I, I build websites and do SEO, search engine optimization. He goes, okay. And I go, and I Googled sales training and Dale Carnegie pops up, number one, you're nowhere to be found. And that guy's dead. And he goes, yeah, and that pisses me off too. <laughs> I go, I'm go, i sure it would piss me off. And so um, that's where it all started. And, and um, I was watching Grant do all these live streams on Periscope and I had an, I had an Android. I did. Periscope was only available on iPhone, but a guy that worked for me had it, an, uh, an iPhone. So I'd watch Grant and I'm like, I got to get an iPhone. This is crazy. So I go get an iPhone just so I could watch Grant and learn more. And, and, and then I'm like, and Grant's going, man, this is a great medium. Everybody needs to be using this and da, 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 da. And so I started using it. And the first year because the f- first time I went live, I was terrified. Second time, I was terrified. Third time, I was terrified. But people started showing up and asking what I did. And I would talk about what I did. And then I'd start getting phone calls and and emails. And hey, I want to do business with you. And all these things just started happening. And I'm like, okay, there's something to this. Like, There's something to this live streaming thing. It's get- Grant says it. Money follows attention. So I'm like, I'm definitely getting attention. This is holy crap! I can't believe this. And so I started getting all this business. And the more business I got, the more I went live. I was going live five, six, seven times a day sometimes. And and like the first year I had Periscope, I did over 800 live streams in that first year. And and so and it was because I'm I'm going all in on this. Now, I didn't know I was eventually going to be teaching other people how to live stream, but I had a couple of years ago, I had or maybe not even, maybe a year and a half ago, um, Jeffrey Gittimer, the king of sales, who's a friend of mine, um, who wrote The Little Red Book of Selling, Jeffrey wrote a book called Get Shit Done. And, and I saw that it was out, I a post on Facebook. So I went and got a haircut that day. I'm driving home. I thought, I'm going to call Gittimer. So I call him and I said, hey, dude, if you want to do a live stream later and promote your book, let me know. He's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Let's do it. So I said, by the way, Grant gets on my live streams once in a while. If he pops on, then we'll see if we can get him on. And so Grant was in the comments. He said, love you guys. And couldn't. I said, Grant, you ought to jump on here with us. I'll send you the link. And he got on the live stream with Jeffrey and I. And it was it was unbelievable, and 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 it was a lot of fun that night. Sold a lot of books for Jeffrey, and then um, Jeffrey's wife called me, and she said, "You've got to do a course." And I said, "What do you mean a course on what?" And she goes, "A course on how to do what you just did." I said, "What did I do?" She goes, "Ken." You had Grant Cardone on, you had all these other CEOs of these big companies come on and talk to Jeffrey and you facilitated all this stuff, dude, you need to teach people how to do this. And I said, okay, great. Um, Where do I start? And so, you know, she started showing me some things and, um, and so I created a course and an academy. And, and then after that, it was only going to be 36 videos, six videos for six weeks. That was it. And now it's over 110. I, I have a couple of other videos. I, I it's on my to do list um, that I'm I'm adding to the the program here soon. Um, you know, I I'm constantly looking for ways to make people's lives better, and and in and I I'm doing it unconsciously all the time. Like, how do I improve? other people's lives especially the people who've invested in the grow live academy and they want to grow they want to learn they want to get better how do i do that and that's so that's 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 what i have now and i have a weekly mastermind call that's included in it that's really i mean you were in there was it last week you taught yeah last <laughs> yeah, week yeah and
0: that has the potential to change my life we we yeah. we know that right after what yeah. happened yeah. And, and who was there and and who I was able to be surrounded by. You know, it's funny when I first signed up for and I'll be completely transparent with this because I, I am one of his um, Girl Live Academy students. When I first signed up and I knew who else was in there, I said to myself, if I know because, you know, I'm like a course junkie, lifelong learner. If yeah. I never touch any of this content, just being in that room with those people is worth 10 times what he's charging it's worth
1: a lot yeah
0: so whenever i got in there and it was like all these you know doors open and it was like i was in this secret society and i looked at all the faces of the people that were in this room and i was just like o m g and that was just like my hypothetical thought about what it would be And then when last week when I taught and I had all these people messaging me and they're like, can you help me? You know, how do I do this? And then we had that one phone call that was like
1: unreal. You can can say who it was.
0: Okay. So the other day I did, um, I did grow live and I taught about Facebook groups and how I've built them and why I I focus on community instead of um, volume. And one of the gentlemen who was there, um, he is um, this guy Parker, and he is the son of um, Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen. So he was, you know, he he saw what I did, and he asked questions. Preston, Preston,
1: Preston, Preston, Preston right? Sorry, yeah.
0: Preston Parker, Preston. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they they started. Sorry,
1: Preston.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Preston. I won't forget again. I I remember his um. I remember, I I remembered yesterday what his wife's name was and I was going to be impressive and say that, but anyway, so the next thing I know, Ken's calling me, he gets me on the phone and goes, Hey, I have Mark Victor Hansen on the other line. And if you don't know who Mark Victor Hansen is, he literally is the most prolific author has written more books, published more books than anybody, but the Bible. He's sold. Is.
1: He's sold over five hundred million books. He's the number one best-selling author of all time.
0: Yeah, the, the Chicken Soup yeah. for the Soul books. That yeah. was him, and he's had yeah. a plethora of other ones. Yeah. And he said, "You know, hey, I heard about what you do with groups, and I want to talk to you about maybe collaborating." And I was just like, "I didn't even know what to say." It was like Thursday. I think it was Thursday night at ten o'clock our time. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just was like. I can't even believe this is my life right now, and I never would have had that opportunity to even be in the realm of having that conversation had I not been in this community. Yep, and, and that's that's not even including all of the course content at, that's in there about how to do live streams. I never would have been on Streamyard, right? Like I never, yep. I know how to use this so proficiently that yesterday I w- I was invited onto. Um, a business call for a company to help them. And I was able to just go, okay, guys, shared my screen, showed them StreamYard. And long story short, they're going to end up, the company is going to sign up for StreamYard. No, Ken, I didn't use my affiliate link. I know I have a block there. I'll get there. But um, but yeah, so I mean, the skills that I'm learning are really making a difference. Could I go live yeah. more often? Definitely, for sure. And he gets on me about that, right? I pay him to harass me about I stuff. I do. Like But just having that knowledge and being proficient and and confident enough to do this really made the difference for my business. And and I know it is because people are messaging me and going, I see you everywhere. I see you blowing up. I see your stuff. And a lot of that has to do with what I've learned from Grow Life. So let's go ahead and drop that first link, you guys. He has this awesome webinar that he just put together where he outlines how he used, um, but the, the
1: webinar is gone. I deleted it because okay. I have the, the technical glitch. So that link right there goes directly to the checkout page. The Grow Live Academy is $5,000 for a lifetime license. And um and that includes the weekly live mastermind calls where a lot of times Glenn Morshauer is on there with us. Most of the time, actually. Jeffrey Gettimer, Kyle Wilson, Jim Rohn's business partner of 18 years, has been in there. Craig Duswald, who toured the world with Guns and Roses for four and a half years. He's, he was Axel Rose's um, personal assistant. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing group that, and wait till you see who I have coming in this Thursday. But anyway, it's an amazing group. Um, you've been in there and taught. You've been in there and learned a lot, too. You know, um, but we have a an, and it's always a QA and a at the end and we get to talk about whatever's holding us back in our businesses or our life or in live streaming or whatever. It doesn't matter. Social media. It, it can be anything. Um, but, yeah, that's five thousand dollars for a lifetime license, um, two thousand dollars a year. So Nineteen ninety seven. Um, but I ran that special right there on the webinar and it's nine ninety seven for lifetime, lifetime access lifetime. So, um, did anyone mention me yet? Who is that? I don't know. Um, yeah, Jessica, he, I know he did. I've, I've heard, I've heard Craig, Craig has told the stories and then there's the stories he can't tell publicly that I've heard some of. So here and every time Craig's an amazing guy and that, you know, that's the, um, I think for me, one of the, the greatest blessings for me is, um, I don't know where I was given this ability, but I was, uh, maybe it was from reading, um, maybe it was from reading, um, how to win friends and influence people. Um, but I, you know, I've, I've, I have this ability to connect with other people on a super high level and I like to help. I think that the, the root of it is I just really like to help people. So when I met Mark Victor Hansen and had him on my show, I, you know, my first thought was, how do I, how do I help? How do I help a guy that's sold, you know, half a half of a billion books? How do I, how can I help him? Like, that's crazy. Like, and, and, you know, I've, I found a way and I found many ways to help them. And I'm always looking for the next level of how I can help him or how can I help Grant Cardone? What can I do for Grant Cardone? Grant's a billionaire, right? Or, or whatever. I, I don't know what his net worth is, but he's obviously doing incredibly well. And he's a good friend of mine. I mean, I love Grant. He's He changed my life in 2014 and every year thereafter. But where, how can I help? How can you help somebody like Grant Cardone? What can you do for him? Well, you got to find out what he wants first, right? You have to find out what the other person wants. And the problem with most people is they're so busy trying to find an angle and talking about themselves and how great they are And, and, and then, you know, they, they miss the, the most important part of the entire process. And that's using your ears and just listening, asking a couple of questions, find out what they want. What can you help them with? Grant wants more people to know who he is. Grant, because if he says money follows attention, if I don't know you, I can't flow you. And so if, 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 if I want to connect with somebody like Grant, or I want to connect with Mark Victor Hansen, or I want to connect with Warren Buffett. Well, what can you do for that person to help them achieve what they want? Because if they're still alive, there's something they desire. There's something like, right. There's something maybe, maybe it's Bill Gates and you teach him how to not cheat or <laughs> I'm kidding. Did I just say that. Um, So did I say that out Maybe loud? I didn't
0: take up that. a collection for him to actually get his PhD.
1: <laughs> I just, you know, I think that I, I look for ways to help other people get more out of life and get what they want out of life. And, you know, Zig Ziglar says that I've got the the book laying right here, Zig Ziglar's little book of big quotes. And on the inside flap of this thing on the very front, um, it says you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And I think that, that if if we could all just learn to um, identify what it is somebody else wants and and think about, OK, how can I help them get what they want? before i think about what i want and that's so hard when your mortgage is late or your rent's late or your your electric's late or your car has been repossessed or is, i've been through all of that the electric's been shut off i've been through that you know you, you don't know where your next meal is coming through i've i've been through that you know and and when when you can put even if it's just for a moment put that to the side and think about how can i help somebody else move their ball down the field a little bit further just so they feel hope so they feel like there's there's some sort of an impact that they can make in this world in this life that's what people want people want to leave a legacy they really now are there narcissists yeah there's narcissists do they do they want to make an impact yes they want to make an impact it's all about them And, and, and they don't really give a crap about anybody else. And I've known a few of those people too. Um, but that's okay. The karma is real and it always comes around good and bad. So, you know, my goal in life is it used to be, I used to be that guy that all mattered was how much money I could make. Um, all that mattered was, was how quick I could make that money. Um, it's not like that for me today because I realized that when I was a practicing alcoholic, everything in life was about me, me, and me. And when I got sober, I realized that I, man, I was a selfish, selfish, selfish person. and the only way I was ever going to experience true happiness was was if I, I learned how to help other people first. And then everything else falls right into place. And it really does. I mean, I told you um, before the show, and I won't go into details, but I literally, and it was miraculously had $60,000 appear in my life in the last two days. Mm -hmm. And and, and it's like, wow, it's just unbelievable. Like it's, it's just some of the stuff that happens now you know, you just got to keep doing good. You got to keep doing good stuff. And if you keep doing good stuff, good stuff is going to come for you.
0: I love that. I love that so much.
1: I got it. There's a, can I, I want one more thing. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the movie. (laughs) I just watched it the other night. I, I, I leave my office sometimes at midnight or one in the morning. And I'll sit down and and flip on Netflix or something for a minute, maybe at thirty to sixty minutes. There was a movie on, and I don't remember the name of the movie. It was on, I think it was on Netflix, and it was like trending as number one in the nation or something. Um, at the end of the movie, and it was about this this farm boy that um that wanted to play baseball, and there were all of these cha- professional baseball, and he was really good um at the end of the movie he said the very last thing that was said it was this quote it was so good that i was like i i I gotta make a meme out of that or something and but i can't do it because it wasn't my quote i i I don't know how to give i I just have to give credit to him but anyway here's the quote it was impactful to me i think that we're most of us are out here thinking you know that there are all of these external things, or external people, um, or external places. Like, if I could only just go to Greece, then I'll be happy. If I could only just make a million dollars a month, then I'll be happy. If I could only just blah blah and fill. If I could only just marry him, marry her, do or you know what, I, then I'll be happy. And and this this is the most beautiful quote. Your life will not make you happy. Your happiness will make your life. Your life will not make you happy. Those, all those things that we think we want, those people, places, and things, those are not what, what are going to generate happiness. Happy, being happy, learning to be happy is what will create an amazing life.
0: It's so true. It's so true. I, I made a post in my group one day and I said, hey, scroll down to to see the secret to being happy. And I made like a 100 dots. And then I said, be happy. That's the secret. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Joe just said to Ken, just try to propose to me. I
1: already did that. He turned me down.
0: Oh, my goodness. This is too funny. Well, Ken, you know, I, yeah. I, I feel like you could do like, like in the actors studio, but like in, you know, in, in the, the thought leaders studio, I feel like we could just talk for hours and luckily we do sometimes, um, you know, you're, you are an incredible asset to this world and to live streaming Mm -hmm. obviously, but more so just to humanity, right? Like so many people, can learn so much from what you've been through and the fact that you're so courageous to share it. Cause not everybody does. There's a lot of people who have a very similar past to you and they would never share that yeah. because it doesn't serve them. But you understand that what you went through and where you've been was for a bigger purpose. <laughs> Joe says, that's what's clubhouse is for. I love that. Yeah. We need it. We need a real Ken Walls group. We'll all come and and sit by this. <laughs> proverbial fire so um just real quick you guys one more time this is the link to go and sign up for grow live i cannot believe that you're doing 997 for lifetime that's insane like
1: i'm gonna run the webinar again next week and then um and i'm gonna do it live but um Mm -hmm. and and then it's going back to the normal price but yeah it's it's 997 look i i and i've had just this week, I've had six people sign up for it. So, um, I, I'm, well, and I'm very,
0: either. I mean, wouldn't yeah. do that.
1: I, and Hey, something else that's cool is if you don't have nine ninety seven, PayPal offers financing on that page too. And it's like six months, no interest, no payments that's or something. Crazy. So, so if, obviously you have to qualify for that, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, I look, I, my, my goal in life is to help other people. And, and, you know, I don't, some days, some days I don't know exactly what that means. Um, And, and some days I know, I do know exactly what that means, but I know this, all I have to do is keep showing up and keep, keep being a good person. I, I, I did. And when I say a good person, that doesn't mean perfect. The hardest thing for me, Amy Lee, was, and you and I've talked about this, but the hardest thing for me wasn't necessarily forgiving all the people who had caused harm to me. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even, you know, asking the people that I hurt for forgiveness. The hardest part for me was me forgiving myself for the mistakes I've made and the dumb shit I've done. And, and, you know, pardon my language. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk like that. Um, but you know, I've done a lot of dumb things, and and um, and I still do. I probably always will. But learning to forgive oneself for the mistakes that we made—that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And once you figure that out,
0: it's all downhill.
1: Y- yeah, you got mm-hmm. it. You yeah, got it. Absolutely.
0: I love that and guys if anybody is interested in the webinar when ken does it live again go ahead and put webinar in the comments and he'll know to reach out to you with that link when it's available Mm -hmm. i mean i hope everybody who's watching if you haven't already watched the webinar um types that in so you guys can get that and anyone watching on the replay as well because it's so much good content i was fortunate enough to see some of it as he was building it and i was like you're giving this away for free but it's true. He is. So triple your
1: biz. Live with by itself. They can register there. And Perfect. it even though it has the wrong date, but they can register and they'll get notified when the, when I do the webinar.
0: But also if they just want to actually reach out and think that they talked to you, you know, cause you have 73,000 followers on Facebook. Six. Right. He has 6,000 followers. Excuse
1: 76. Me.
0: Seventy-six thousand. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Any last words for anybody, Ken? Before I let you go,
1: Nah. Just um, do good, and good will come back to you.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank today. you. Appreciate I really you. appreciate you. And um, that'll do it for Ken Walls this week, guys. So tune in next week for another awesome guest. Um, when we talk about dream businesses and overcoming obstacles and all that good stuff until then may you be happy may you be healthy may you be safe and may you be at peace namaste